Good morning, everyone. May God richly bless you. Thank you for listening in to our live broadcast here. Whether you're listening on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, or if you're watching a rebroadcast on uh, Instagram TV, thank you so much. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, please let me know. Um, just want to say to the different ones watching now, um, Brother Alfred, uh, thank you. I love the music too. It's an, it's a great way to set the tone. Actually, I was about to change it, and uh, my wife said, "Do not change that. It sets such a nice atmosphere." So, Amen, uh, Brother Isol, Brother Samson. Uh, got India, Pakistan, United States uh, watching. If you're if you're watching, let us know. Say hello. Let us know what country you're from. Um, once again. Thank you for listening. If you have questions, comments, feedback, or prayer requests, please let us know. We want to be involved in praying for you and answering any questions you might have. Uh, today we're going to continue on the subject of a summary of the seven seals. And I'm going to remind you again that we have this book on our website. You can see that below, jasondemars.com. And you can order that. It's completely free of charge. Um, and you can get that there. There's a little bit delay. Um, I'm printing them through Amazon, so there's a little bit of a delay right now on them, but they will be um, they will be coming to me here uh, shortly within within a week, and then I can ship out all those orders that everyone has has made. Um, thank you for that. We just our desire is for your spiritual growth. Amen. So let's continue on our subject, the third seal, Revelation 6, 5 through 6, the black horse rider. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny, and three measures of barley for a penny. And see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. So the third beast had the face of a man. Brother Branham told him this, the next come was a man, was a beast with the face of a man. And remember that these are the four guardians of the throne, and there are four different uh, attributes, natures, ways that the Spirit of God is expressed throughout the church age in, its battle, in the Spirit of God's battle against the spirit of Satan. Spirit of Antichrist, we should say. So the next come, Brother Branham speaking, was a man, was a beast with the face of a man, and that man was the reformer, and that man was the reformers, man's education, theology, and so forth. It was the wisdom of the reformers that overcome what the black horse rider did. So Brother Branham said this black horse rider represents famine for the word because black represents famine, and the scales in his hand, he said, represented it had turned to money. The black horse was riding when they changed, charged for their sacrifices, so speaking about the mass, the Catholic mass, and everything they'd done, and money was just, oh, you know how it was, and that is the history of the Catholic Church. It, this, the black horse rider speaks of the mass, the sacrifice of the mass where they 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 would they would have a funeral or they would have something where they needed to say say a mass 
And the priest, in order to do it, he had to be paid something. So he would be given money, he would be given a, a, the family's cow or pig or sheep. And this is speaking of the Mass. And what a beautiful picture that paints, that it's a black horse. It's literally the absence of the light of the Word. Uh, they were selling the path to heaven. They were selling the path to eternal life. They were selling indulgences, but it was all a lie. This, t this time period uh, corresponds to the Dark Ages or the Middle Ages, wherein the Roman Catholic Church ruled the leaders of Western Europe and controlled religion and politics and as such economics. It's the same time period as the Thyatiran Church Age leading into the Sardisian Church Age wherein the Reformation began. The fourth seal, Revelation 6, 7, 7 and 8. So Revelation chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast say, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and Hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the fourth part of the earth to kill with the sword and with hunger and with death and with the beasts of the earth. Brother Branham taught us that the brindle color was all the colors we've seen, white, red, and black, in this horse mixed together. He says, Antichrist spirit formed an organization, gave birth to some daughters of organizations, changing his power three times and put them in one and made a pale horse and then given a name called Death and rode, with, rode him into eternity, just as plain as it can be. The time period of the riding of this horse is the Laodicean Church Age, when the ecumenical movement started with the deceptions of the Roman Catholic Church to bring all the Protestants back under her power. This is the church spoken of in Revelation 3.20 that put Christ on the outside, knocking seeking those individuals to come to him. The fourth, fourth beast that was sent to combat this working of Satan is the eagle. But now, Brother Branham says, but now when it comes forth, the eagle age, that's the one that God always likens his prophets to eagles. He calls himself an eagle. The eagle goes on so high there, nothing else can touch him. Not only is he up there, but he's built for that position. When he gets up there, he, see, he sees where he's at. So the spirit that empowers the church to overcome in the Laodicean church age is the form of an eagle. Once that prophetic ministry of the Son of Man revealed in human flesh. So a Son of Man revealing the Son of Man bringing forth the body word of the Son of Man revealed to us, uh, that is the eagle. And the church overcomes by being in the spirit of the eagle, being in a prophetic spirit. So in this age, you and I are under that prophetic spirit. And that prophetic spirit in this day, the eagle spirit, is what helps us to overcome in this day. So the first four seals deal with the church and how the spirit of Nicolaitanism, spirit of Antichrist, 
came in first as a doctrine, then incarnated in a man, the Pope, began destroying the leadership of the Holy Spirit for the people, and then ate away at the very foundation of the church until almost nothing was left. Therefore, the first four seals deal with the condition of the church and how it got that way. The fifth seal deals with the Jews, and the sixth seal deals with God's wrath. Revelation 6, 9 through 11, when he opened this fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. Now, Brother Branham told us this speaks of the Jews that were martyred under the various persecutions upon the Jews throughout the church ages. Notice they sought vengeance. They were called servants, not bride. These were not martyrs for Christ, but were martyrs for the testimony which they held. These were Orthodox Jews that stood faithful to the law of Moses, never having heard the gospel and having been blinded to it as God turned to deal almost exclusively with the Gentiles. They were martyred for their race and faith and were given white robes. This isn't speaking of every single Jew that was martyred, but it's those who had a testimony that they lived with all their heart faithful to the God of Israel. They were martyred for their faith, were given white robes. The second part deals with the persecution upon the Jews that will take place in the Great Tribulation period. Romans 11, 1 through 2. I say then, hath God cast away his people? God forbid. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. God hath not cast away his people, which he foreknew. Wot ye not what the scripture saith of Elias, how he maketh intercession to God against Israel, saying, So God has not cast away his people that he foreknew. He never casts his elect away. He will always use all means necessary to save his elect. Romans 11.32 says that he concluded them all in unbelief. But remember, Paul was a Jew, Peter was a Jew, etc. So the Jews that believed were clearly not cast off, they were saved. The Jews under the fifth seal are elected Jews, chosen of God before the foundation of the world to be saved. They were faithful Jews their entire lives and did not have the testimony of Jesus Christ. So notice in the fifth seal it says nothing about having the testimony of Jesus Christ. It merely says they were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Alright, we're going to run a little long, but I'm going to go into the sixth seal. You know what? We're just not going to have time to go into the sixth seal. I'll go way over that. So we are just going to finish up there and just remind you questions, testimonies, and prayer requests can be sent in to the information that you see below. And if you, if you uh, want to request some books, you can get them on our website as well, jasondemars.com. May God richly bless you.